just ripping. Tuesday night, half past AEST. Know where we be? Just ripping. Special guest, a tech guitar, a musicology. Just ripping. Coming to you live at the same time here every week. Just ripping. Jump in the room, let's chop it up. It really ain't that deep. Just ripping. Oh my goodness, Hef, what did you think of Eunice just getting on the mic and hitting that right fresh like that? That was awesome. <laughs> that really made my night, actually. No lie. Whereas I was uh, worried it won't sync. You know, we all have different uh, stream time, but I was totally feeling that track. Like, it's so smooth. Y'all have the smoothest intro songs. Oh, cool. Cool. Thanks. You know, uh, uh, and uh, you know what? There is that latency thing. So I actually was a little afraid too because I was like, man, I, I kind of almost set you up because it's like, you know, there's that delay thing, but your uh, vibes actually penetrated space and time and the latency issues of technology and they cut through and uh, truth prevailed. So kudos. <laughs> That's it. I'm a penetrator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yo, Hef, man, how, how's it going tonight? We're, we're here at Just Riffin. We're just getting started. And, um, you know, uh, this is Eunice, and she's a singer song. She's wonderful. I was checking out your music earlier on, on Spotify, Eunice, and um, it was pretty awesome. And we're going to play some of it tonight as well. Yo, thank you. Yeah, you're oh. killing it. Just your voice is so butter. Thank you. Thank you. It's something I'm working yeah. on. It's coming out. That's great. It's so good to speak to you guys. Thank you for having Most me. Most definitely, on. I'm glad that you uh, decided, you know, and said yes, and you, you, you're blessing the show uh, with your presence. And we uh, look forward to digging in with you, and getting deep on uh, on your music, and also on the uh, the Web three side because you got a little bit of crypto info, a crypto you know experience, and uh, so we definitely want. What's that? I said that's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so we're gonna get in, into it with you. Uh, first, we want to get into the news real quick, and uh, this uh, might also pertain to you. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what happened here, but I'm trying to find it. Uh, pub, so Public Enemy, Tracy Chapman, uh, REM, uh, Steely Dan, just a bunch of these uh, great musicians. Uh, Blondie as well, Heart as well uh, are. Um, they got, um, you know, nods for Songwriters Hall of Fame, which is really good. Most of those people are already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but they're about to go into the Songwriting Hall of Fame. So everything from rap to y yacht rap or yacht rap. Well, I can't speak. Yacht rock. <laughs> yacht rap. What? That's yeah, yacht rap. I'm like little yachty. Uh, uh, country, you know, alt rock. Uh, they're all represented amongst the nominees for the 2024 Songwriters Hall of Fame with nods for Public Enemy, Steely Dan. Amazing. Those guys, uh, again, those, those that band was just insane. Uh, Brian Adams, another you know, dude, George Clinton from Parliament Funkadelic, Tracy Chapman, I Drive a Fast Car, uh, R.E.M., Blondie. Uh, Hart and the Doobie Brothers. A little known fact, if uh, maybe people know that uh, Michael uh, McDonald, who was in the Doobie Brothers, also was in Steely Dan. I know, uh, J6, you know that. Well, yeah, no, they had a plethora of uh, studio musicians, uh, and Michael McDonald's one of the guys that frequented them. And uh, yeah, cool. And they would be, you know, if we got like Cool Modi in that lineup, they would be yacht rap, yeah. indeed. Yeah. You know. Treacherous Three, let's get them in there. That's that's a 100, if you know that they were, he was in Treacherous Three. Um, also, 
your your favorite singer songwriter Kenny Loggins, uh, and and Nashville hitmaker Hillary Lindsay, who also helped write Girl Crush for Little Big Town and producer uh, writer for Timberland, the mastermind behind uh, Justin Timberlake's Sexy Back and Missy Elliott's uh, Get Your Freak On. So yeah, good for them. Amazing stuff. I'm I'm happy and proud that uh, these people are jumping in there. And uh, I, I uh, you know, we've been discussing this uh, on the show, uh, Eunice, which is songwriters publishing. We 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 I think we touch on it like every show, just because we're musicians too. Um, and we try to do our best to explain to the audience, you know, what a, a performance writer organization is, how to get paid from it, uh, you know, your royalties, so on and so forth, your writers as well. So. Uh, you know, I asked um, some industry folks, you know, if you sell your song, like if, if you sell the music, which a lot of people do, they sell the publishing. Right. Can you still get uh, can you still be um, it, can you still get into the Hall of Fame uh, for songwriting? So uh, apparently it's up to the the board's discretion uh, being uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, for songwriting is typically based on the contributions as a songwriter, including the ability to write memorable and influential songs, which Eunice, I think you have great songs, definitely memorable for me. And um, I think you're doing a lot. We're going to get into into more of that. And um, but yeah, you know, it's really uh, sad if you sell your if you sell the rights to your lyrics, you sell the rights, to your publishing. Definitely. Yeah, you know, it kind of sucks because then you're kind of um, teetering that border of am I can I get in um, where whereas if you didn't, uh, there's no question as long as your your body of work, uh, you know, is a uh, it, it leaves a lasting legacy, you know, uh, to the music. Right. Industry. There's there's publishing and there's songwriting and um, there's both sides. You could, you know, maneuver the points, but the songwriting part is usually here to stay whoever writes the song but i know that like these days some a and r if they're in the studio with you and they're famous like oh, oh diddy oh we guys are about diddy but <laughs> you know he did a lot of that stuff where he just come in and hop on and yeah. say like bad boy and then he owns like you know 25 to all of your songwriting credit that's that's fair. i mean i think it's fair i mean it's only 25 percent, right yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, we don't yeah, know. Yeah, later. I have a story about Blondie. Tell us. what the, the queen. I was recording at Mercy Sound Studios, which is in um, uh, in the Alphabet City in New York City, uh, where I'm from. And um, at that place is dope. It's like, they've been there since the 70s. So, like, the likes of Blondie and um, the Ramones hang out there. So... One time I was uh, recording a song and my producer was like, oh, let's step out and smoke. And I was like, all right, let's get some fresh air because we've been in the studio for so long. Walked out and it turns out Blondie was hanging out in the same studio and came in and, and the studio owner really liked me. And he convinced Blondie to be like, oh, come check this girl out. Come in the studio, come in her room and just like play the song for her. She came in and like, both me and my producer were smoking outside. <laughs> so we came back in and the owner was like, yo, where the fuck were you? Like, I just got Blondie in here checking out your shit. And we're like, we were smoking outside. That's amazing. So here's the story for you to quit smoking. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Blondie might come That's in. That's all right, though. That's awesome that you got a chance to share your music with Blondie and, and meet her. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? That's <laughs> Wait, Hef, she was out smoking when Hef Cop, when Blondie. Dude, I am dude. sorry. I'm under the weather. Don't mind me. 
quit smoking. <laughs> Either that or Blondie has to start smoking. I, I'm rooting for the second. That's right. I'm with that. <laughs> and and everybody has to be on the same smoking cycle. Wait, I think I went into a bad direction here. Let me rewind. <laughs> So since we're speaking of, of songwriting, Eunice, uh, where are you at with your songwriting? Do you collab with people uh, or are you writing everything yourself? Definitely collabing with a lot of different people recently. I did a really interesting drop actually with AI. Uh, the song's called Now I Feel It. And it's actually with 17 Web3 artists' voice blend into two voices by AI. So the humans wrote the songs and the humans sang the song, but we used AI to blend it all together and made new voices out of our voices. So that's one collab. But usually I I like to work with different producers. Uh, I produce myself and usually I top line everything. And I'm a proud owner of all my masters besides the collabs. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that project sounds so like I've never, I've heard so many different ways AI's been used with music, and I just that sounds amazing. Like you, you, uh, you guys. In other words, you used all your own verses, like all the people writing and creating the song. It was a combination of your voices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a few songwriters. So there's like four song or four or five songwriters. We wrote the song, the lyrics, melody, and then Controla AI uh, using samples of seventeen artists. There was like TK, Tarot, me, Max Pretend, Swap, everyone. And yeah, by blending it together, they made like new voices. There was like a boy robot and a girl robot. And the songs, the song is about this, this couple of robot finding each other and, and, and I guess catching feels. <laughs> I love it, man. That's such a, that's a, uh, I'm trying to think, is that on your Spotify page yet or is it Oh no. It's uh it was on Zora. It uh minted over a thousand and I'll try to pin it up. But yeah, I've been um actually um working on so much stuff. I might drop a whole fucking album before this year ends, guys. It's kinda crazy. How how close are you to uh to completing the album? It's a matter of pulling the trigger. Um, you know, what's happening is crypto is getting more momentum recently. And, uh, thank goodness there's some grants and floating around like, uh, optimism stacks and some fund.xyz. They're all just, um, putting up pretty hefty, uh, grants for artists. And so I'm personally just checking them out and see like how I could like properly launch the next drop, you know? with some like really welcomed help. I, I love that. You know, I, one thing you were saying too about dropping an album before the end of the year. Now, um, you know, it does seem like people kind of shifted away from the album form. Uh, what, do you have any uh, like hard views on that? Or are you just kind of like, you know, you can kind of go with it, release a single here and there and then just put out an album. You're still cool with albums. I was just mm -hmm. Is that Um. Yeah, I, I definitely hear what you're saying for sure. It's um, singles are great when you have different genres and you just like want to throw this vibe out and like focus on marketing that one song and, and then like switch up the vibe with the next single. And I love doing that. Um, this album though, it has a whole 
story and a vibe together and I would love to, you know, do something new, you know, um, albums haven't been done too much. And so this album's going to have some music video with it too. And just like, hopefully put everyone in, in one vibe. Yeah. That's excellent. I want to ask you about the video cause we have award-winning, uh, <clears throat> uh, video music art, uh, director, Michael Garcia next week on our show as our guest. He won That's a VMA. Awesome. You know, who that is no, but I want to know him. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. You, you definitely come back. He's a great guy. I know him for a long time. And he won an award for the uh, Machine Gun Kelly song. I forget what it's called. Nice. Uh, I, I will know that next week. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I wanted to know, how do you go about picking somebody to do your video? What's your process for the, collaborate, the co collaborative effort that you put um, towards that? I mean... Working with a limited budget, that's, I guess, my first uh, filter. Uh, well, let me take that back. I, I've done videos, like, it's the, it's like when synchronicity just happens where, you know, I meet certain people who would work with me and I like their style. Um, I've done stuff myself where I just selfie shoot because I feel the most comfortable with the angles, with the pacing and like, um, yeah, fighting through my, my paranoia with working with people, you know, like, and be like, oh man, you caught the wrong angle. So I actually do enjoy shooting myself. <laughs> um, and actually that links to my private room EP where, um, that was part of what that's about. Like, um, where you find yourself in a private room, um, filming art that no one else could do because you're the audience you're the director you're the talent and you come up with some some really personal unique stuff in that format i think that's great um do you feel at times that you that your creativity gets stifled because you want to do so much oh yeah oh yeah um the ADD, ADHD is like rampant. I mean, for me, you know, combining Web3, combining real life, combining music and all the other aspects. Like, ooh, I don't know what's giving me ADD, like the good work or like, I don't know, trauma from 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 this lifestyle. So, I, I mean, I'm just enjoying it though. Like, I'm born for this, like DJ and through and through <laughs> that's great uh being a musician uh yeah you know you 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 it's tough it's a it's a needle in a haystack to try and get through for the most part now you, you're amazing you sound amazing your musicality is great your vote your voice is amazing the, the music is great produced really well uh you know with, with this you know moving forward with your add you know we i think i have some of that too in, in 4k actually and I wanted to know, do you feel like sometimes you, you hyper-focus on certain things um, when you're writing or when you're making music? Sure. I mean, I also produce and mix my vocals and mix in general. I mean, I that's a little trick for the artist in the room. I don't know if I can recommend an artist learning mixing. I don't know. No, let me shut up. Like, do learn as much as you can. But for me, like, after I learn mixing... I hear flaws in everything. Like I want to fix everything. And like, 
I find myself like obsessively like mixing something, you know, for months, for years, you know. So uh, it's a blessing and a curse, basically. Um, and I think just for artists out there is to consider finding someone that you can trust to work with and just let go and, and, and you know, let go of the song and trust the process and like um, just focus on what your God-given talent is, whether it's like singing or producing or both, you know, just like uh, sometimes time is more precious than like perfectionism. <laughs> but I, I do love mixing though, because um, I'm one of those artists that I can't um, read music too well. I've, trust me, I've taken theory, but I definitely like my first C in school as an Asian woman, Asian girl, <laughs> my first C in school was actually music theory. So I definitely wasn't vibing with it. I'm a like ear trained person and, um, and what's cool about mixing though is that I picked it up without having to read music. So I love it. I do love like spatially designing stuff like reverb and panning and yeah, um, yeah I, I have so much fun with it. Do I, I want to go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, uh, no, I was just so like, do you ever find yourself like going back? Like I, when you were, you were just mentioning how when you're like you know mixing and placing your own vocals in a mix, uh, how sometimes you might be uh, you know unsure of it. And do you ever find yourself going back and listening to something you did maybe like a couple years ago? And yeah, <laughs> and, and and when you hear it, you're like, wow, you know, like I was actually really awesome. Like I was really hard on myself, but this is actually beautiful. It's like, it's me and it's authentic. And, you know, at the time, I, the reason why I said it is because sometimes it seems like at the time when you're presented in front of what you, something you just did, uh, even if it's, if, I mean, even if it's just even looking at a picture or something, but especially with something like of, of a song or a voice or something, and you're so critical on it. But then when time passes a little bit, you realize it was, really an honest piece of work and it was beautiful for all it's whatever whatever it was that you were uncomfortable with was actually a beautiful part about it i don't know absolutely absolutely um i'll tell you right now i was working on this song last night till like 5 a.m and it's one of the songs that i've made like years ago years and it's still demo like the beat itself like uh it's done by riser and we've worked together on so many songs. And I know already if I tell him I want to put this out, he'll be like, yo, this is me like years ago. Like I have improved like a hundredfold, you know, this song is demo beat. Like he's going to like tear it apart. And I'm afraid of that because I'm like, yo, maybe I'll just like mint it tomorrow, you know. So we've grown from it, but also like the rawness, I couldn't let go. Like I definitely just want to release how raw it is. And I do like the trend these days where you know, uh, blurry photos are trending now, you know, just like uh, in- um, Whoa, hold on, that's great for me and you, Hef. We yeah. can start a band now. <laughs> yeah, just like low quality photos, videos are trending. People like kids these days, like they're like they're sick of like the super 4K, like yeah. they Filter. appreciate some 90s vibe and, and like, just whatever, like candid moments. And I, I really like that. So I think it's a good time to release some raw stuff into the space. And 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 we have the whole 15 second attention span to our advantage in that way too, where you can just find the most raw 15 second of your work and just release it. And yeah, just sh sharing that, like the, the, the 
cum. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Share your cum, guys. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've, I'm all for sharing. Well, no, mate, that's a, no, but you know, but you know, but this reminds me though, like uh, years ago, me and my girl, we would always be in, in our car and I always had my guitar with me everywhere. And she's got a beautiful voice and we would just be in the car and we'd be singing like little pieces of songs. We started like posting them up on the internet. But the funny thing is, we people would hear like a chorus and then we'd be out somewhere with our friends and be like yo guys play us that song and we'd look at each other but we only know that 15 seconds of the song we don't know the whole song i don't know it's kind of funny though like we actually only knew the money shot or the cum shot whatever you want to call it but yeah. we didn't the money shot. <laughs> isn't that the saying don't bore us get to the money shot that's right <laughs> pop 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 i i wanted to go back a little bit uh in regards to the mixing aspect of it Pardon me a minute. I'm, I'm a little under the weather, so please bear with me. Uh, I, I, very important uh, part of the, you know, music making is, yeah, you go, you record it, you mix it down, and then you send it to get mastered. Do you send your product to get mastered or do you master it yourself? Like the final touches on it? Yeah, I definitely send it to master. I If it's like uh, I've mastered with the lower end spectrum and the higher end spectrum. So it depends on what project it's part of, who's, who's, you know, in control of that. And, um, and what sounds good. I just think with electronic music, uh, there's leeway to, to getting it mastered with, within your budget. You know what I mean? Like um, if it's like some sort of orchestral, big old production then i would recommend and no one's asking for my recommendation but yeah if, if it's like there's like cellos and drums and and like and flutes and stuff then i would say like definitely master it in the best place possible that you can do it but if it's like a simple four in the floor or hip-hop beat where it already sound really good you know i wouldn't stressed out about getting it mastered with like like the best people you know yeah you know uh on that topic it's funny hey i just want to mention too before i get on that but if anybody uh down uh on on the uh, i don't know what we call that what do we call that the basement uh, come up on the uh, main floor with us if anybody wants to come up and join in this conversation please do uh the more more the merrier. i see a havana havana joe down there uh liz always has a ton of great stuff to add to the conversation boo uh there's a lot of new people too i'm meeting here for the first time i'm gonna follow all you guys but what uh but the uh but the mastering thing, it's funny because I was just talking to somebody about this the other day and I was asking them the same thing Hef is asking you. I was like, hey, what do you do for mastering stuff? And the guy said so nonchalantly, just like this. Oh, yeah, there's this service. They use AI. I do it right online. I upload my song. I give them five bucks and I get it back. And it sounds pretty good. Five <laughs> bucks. It's five bucks Send a song. A I forget what it was called. I've heard of some of these in the past, like Lander, I know is one. I don't know if that's who he was talking about, though, but they literally have these online services and you just upload your track. Now, I'm sure they're going to miss some of the nuances and subtleties. But like you were saying, it's not like it's not like we have like this 50 piece orchestra going on or it's not like we're putting it on or most not. Sometimes we are, but like in if in my case, if I'm not putting it on vinyl, because I know vinyl is a very sensitive thing. If you're going to master something, put it on vinyl, it's got to be a certain way. If not, it's going to be trash. But, but like if it's not vinyl, if you're just like 
uh, you know, sharing it with uh, people, even as an MP3 or they're purchasing or whatever, you can do pretty darn good. And uh, I got to find out the name of it, what this guy was talking about for the five bucks, but he said it's so not and it's an AI technology. And it's just, uh, you just upload your song and boom, you know, it's like, okay, here you go. It's mastered. And with that said, I also wanted to add, I've gotten some stuff recently mastered uh, by like some really credible places that have done some stuff. And I remember back in the day, you know, uh, these places would be like, I don't know, three, four, five hundred dollars a song. Now, like you get those same guys for like one hundred and fifty bucks a song just because of what technology has done to that industry. But uh, I digress. Just riffing here. But hey, if anybody wants to come up, please come and add. And uh, Eunice, I uh, really appreciate your insight and all this stuff, too, because I feel like uh, I don't know, like you, I feel like you, you just have a very. Uh, wide uh, amount of ex experience with uh, just with the, with the AI and your vocal, the vocal project you're mentioning, as well as this mastering and stuff. So uh, thank you for sharing this with us and I appreciate it. No, I, I love having you guys to riff this with too, because um, yeah, I'm a bit of an audiophile and can't say I figured out everything yet for sure. Like there's some great mixes out there. I'm like, yo, like you make it look so fast, you know, so that's right. Uh, I want to know, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I said, you're from Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Macau. Brooklyn yeah. and Macau. You're right on. Uh, so New York is my second home. I love New York City. I love Brooklyn. I love everything about New York. All right. And I think it's like a real rich and soulful place. I lived in Los Angeles for 25 years. To me, it's like a hollow space what I got from it um, in the sense of like the people that I ran into. Why, why did you move? What was the purpose? I know music probably, but, and you know, your move, do you feel like it's a good move moving to LA or do you want to go back to Brooklyn? I do love LA. I'm happy here. I like it. I, I am happier here. I low key don't miss New York that much. <laughs> and trust right. me, I've moved to different places i always come back to new york i lived in south africa i've lived in hong kong i was in lisbon um right before la so i was in brooklyn for the, like during the pandemic and trading crypto and being like like everyone was crazy everyone was like in their own like dimension you know so I, when my lease was ending in brooklyn and I, I was like traveling with my crypto gains holler, like changing my yeah. life. And I was like, shit, let's just live in Lisbon, you know. Um, and Macau, if you know anything about Macau, it's uh, it used to be a Portuguese colony. So I grew up with a lot of Portuguese influences and Lisbon have a similar vibe. And I don't regret it. Um, Lisbon was a total vibe. But when the bear market hit, I had to like pivot and and figure out what to do next. And I've always wanted to live in LA. And uh, I'm really glad I moved here because, um, first of all, I feel like artists are treated with a higher level of respect in LA because, you know, a songwriter is an actual profession here or anywhere, really. But here, you know, people make a living uh, as a mixer, a songwriter on on TV shows, on, you know, internet commercials, on anywhere, like Twitch, you know, there's so many aspects of, of creative jobs and, and you have your unionized, not, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like there's a level of understanding that 
creativity is certainly not free in that. Whereas compared to New York, you know, I was playing underground shows since high school. I was, you know, in Brooklyn and Bushwick and the hipster scene, everything just like getting paid in Heineken. I don't even drink beer. Like, <laughs> you know, um, hustling. I've, I've sold art on the street. You know, I've done murals. I've drew cats, you know, uh, what else have I done? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you got a smorgasbord of stuff that you've done. That's great. I think, you know, uh, you know, uh, me, you know, uh, having all that and staying busy and being still creative throughout those different processes. I mean, mad props to you. And then just, you know, being able to travel, uh, you know, around the world and uh, experience what you've experienced in those different countries or cities and, and whatnot. I think that's, that's amazing too, because you get that flavor from everywhere else that you might not get if you're just stuck in your, in your hometown. So props for, for all that. I wanted to ask here in regards to the commercials and the things mm -hmm. that you've done is, was this when you got to LA, did everything start really unfolding for you? Did you, is this what, what, um, well, Actually, I was in New York. I had a, a tiny career. I started as an intern at a, a jingle house in, in um, uh, Manhattan, <laughs> New York. And I was, you know, like doing the dish, loading dishwashers and, and all that. And um, after work, you know, the producers there really gave me a chance. And like we started jamming, writing songs. And so... Yeah, we started writing songs, and one of the songs got picked up by 7-Up, and that went really well. It was a national commercial, and so, like, you know, got got noticed by the boss man. He started giving me jobs in the commercial sense, you know, writing for, like, Chipotle and Hulu and um, different artists and even K-pop, kind of. But, yeah, um, so I, I did do a bit of that in New York. Uh Good thing is that it pays well um, when you do get selected, but it's also like real estate, right? Like if you don't sell the house, you're not getting paid. Like there's no monthly salary. It's a uh, pretty risky. And, but yeah, the bad thing is um, I'm a natural sad girl vibe. So my sound is very trip hop and, and dark and sexy and having to work with commercial music, they want you to be like, you know, write about sunshine, write about rainbows, write about like, you know, and sell sell soda cans and oh, it's due in like three hours. Cool. So um that was really challenging. Um I do like a a hard deadline, but yeah, it's just like how much lyrics can you come up with that's like Oh, I'm so happy we're together and buy some like Home Depot. Okay. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, that was uh that was cool. That was cool. Also, there was some like scammy stuff going on too, you know, like um when I left the company, um, for example, my friend was in a CVS and heard a song and recorded it and, and sent it to me. I was like, yo, is that you? And, and motherfucker, yeah, it's me. Like, they, they were playing my song in CBS. And nobody told me. Nobody credited me. Nobody paid me. And shit like that, you know, it's just grimy. 
Yeah, you know, with that kind of stuff, it seems like um, nowadays, uh, like you know, you're doing like when you're doing that type of work, and I definitely, I, I think that's awesome too. That like, like you know, we we're familiar with your music, and we know the t- kind of music you make, and uh, that you are able to actually, you know, it just shows up, uh, you know, your diversity that you could sit in and and do a jingle, and then you know, stay true to your own art and do that as well. That's pretty awesome. But you know, um, with like going having somebody hear you in like a CVS or something, it seems like that's like just rampant everywhere now just because so many people like they'll get together in a studio and they'll be like you know whatever hey play over this loop hey sing this little thing over here and then you know you guys leave it and it's some of it is i think not even intentional but like stuff gets files get thrown around and mixed around and before you know it now if it's a vocal piece obviously that's a little different people know what's going on there but like i think a lot of times with instruments like maybe if you produce a track and you might play bass on a part and before you know it you know you're not on the you know you didn't sign off on it but it's still playing somewhere and you didn't get paid but i don't know just with the easy recording now you know yeah and if it's under 3k uh most artists like me I wouldn't, you know, I don't have the resources and energy to deal with a lawsuit and that. So it was unfortunate. Um, you know what I'm saying? But no, um, let's talk about Web3, though. Like, um, let's. I love it. I love you. She, she wanted to change the subject. Up. She's like, stop fucking around with music. No, um, I mean, no, no. I, like, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm only teasing. Yeah, I, I, I get excited thinking about the opportunities that are coming that combines all of it you know like that's the thing i tell artists these days like you releasing on web3 does not even affect what you do on on the web2 side so i don't even see why not you know what what do you we've been having this we bounce these things around all the time these ideas and thoughts with uh web web excuse me with web3 and with music um we, we find that it's hard to tackle it you know because it's not web2 music it's web3 music and not web2 people are in web3 yet so they don't know to go buy your nft your your <clears throat> excuse me your song on mp3 that's an that's an nft right so how do you in your mind how are you going to tackle moving forward in web3 with your music I mean, I see, I see Web Two as a tackle. I'm begging. Oh, we lose somebody. I think. Oh, come back, back Eunice. Come Am I rugging? Shoot. There you go. Back. You're back. All right. I'm back. Cool. Yeah, you're back now. You're back. Um. Yeah. I I see Web Three as doors just slamming right open. That's not a term flinging way open uh versus web two i feel like i'm just begging people to listen to me and i'm tired of that okay how do you feel well not not how do you feel but how do you propose that you're going to reach web three with your music what do you have to do differently that you do in web two that you need to adjust for the people of web three until the quote unquote normies get here and they understand what's going on and how to actually use their digital wallets to buy an NFT. That's your music, whether it's an album, whether it's a single an EP, whatever. I, I think the most helpful um, metric for now 
for an artist is to set a limited release for a song. For example, you're releasing a song and find a number that you're happy with. For like for for example, if a, a new artist is releasing a song, she has not as much followers on Twitter, you know, she's new to the space and she'll be happy walking away with let's say $500 worth of ETH uh, for, for that drop, right? Then I would say, good, set a number you're happy to walk away with. $500 worth of ETH is, let's do the math, like 0.25. And so you release your song, you know, anywhere you like because it's Web3. You can release it on your own website, on the C, on Manifold, on Sound, on Gap, uh, not Gala, but, you know, wherever. Like, I'm not here to there's I love them all like side note I love everything like I have no beef with nobody like that's because it's all freedom like they're their own business so you release a song and set a limited drop because then you know like at the end of the day your song is worth let's say five hundred dollars that way um if it's not open mint you know, Open Mint gives you so much anxiety because you have this dream of going viral. Like everyone wants a piece because it's like 0.02 cents and you think like, you know, 50,000 people are going to buy it and you're going to make $50,000 or something. That's a lot on the the psyche. But if you set a limited drop and you can price it however you like, right? And if it doesn't, and then and then go go crazy, you know, like go talk to people, go go target people who like your music. If it's techno, find your techno crowd. If it's acoustic, find your the artist in Web3 that's killing it in, in acoustic music and see who their fans are. And then promote it like you would on any, like, internet product, you know? Um, I just find that when you set a limit, then if you, even if you don't sell out, look, it's going to sit on the blockchain forever. So work on the next job, work on whatever you like, promote it on on Instagram, do the web two things, come back to it, but it's, you know? And that way you can have that peace of mind that that piece of art is living on the blockchain and it's worth what it's worth and you're going to see it, you know, in a matter of time. For for sure, you know, and I I love that concept. And uh, especially um, because like you said, like your next release, might make the previous release sell out, you know, because uh, more people be aware of you and they'll be like, oh, what did, what did Eunice do before this? And it's limited. But um, I'm curious of, of this and uh, how, like, in your opinion, people support, like, when people buy your NFT of your song, like, is that really a gesture of them saying, hey, I, love what you do as an artist and I'm supporting you because I'm like someone who uses Spotify and all that stuff all the time. Like most people do. And, uh, I'm an artist as well as, as well as Hefner. And, um, in other words, what are they getting now? You said you do visual art too. Like, uh, you were mentioned before, and that's pretty amazing. But like, what is somebody actually getting from your NFT of your song? That's more than, uh, what they get from listening to it off of Spotify, and do you do both? And 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 I just want to add one other thing to this. Um, I obviously what they're getting is at least, and I think it's beautiful that if they like an artist, 
they're supporting uh you guys are supporting each other like you're supporting them their vibes by having this uh, great music and they recognize that it takes you time and energy to make that so they're supporting the way you do that by buying this nft but is there another mechanism to having an nft that you've figured out yet because i'm just asking because i'm trying to figure it out (laughs) (laughs) i could be funny and say like no man i don't even know why people buy nfts no (laughs) (laughs) um no that's just me being funny but i think it's it's the good feeling it's you know it's i've we've said it all you know there's there's digital collection there's a little hype energy of maybe this girl will get famous and i'll be like yo look i collected this Maybe he's coming from a space where like, dude, I just made bags off of Pepe. Like, here we go. Let's support the community. Like, there's coming from, look, this shit is really cool. You know, uh, supporting this artist, her sound, her looks, you know, or supporting the platform itself. I don't think there's a huge, like, nobody's like, oh, this shit's going to moon 10x. Well, no, let me take it back. There's a lot of micro DJs. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was uh, checking out the social five side. They're just making sense. But um, I think that it comes from a, a patronage that we've generated in crypto. Like people who moon the last bull run, they, they're here to appreciate artists. And the cool thing about music is there's not much of a rug to it. There's no way I can promise you the world and then rug you. You know, it's it's about the song. Like, you love the song. You want the song. You want to be part of the 25 people who collected the song. Let's go. And then we can talk about utilities where, personally, I, I give back by offering, like, VIP tickets to certain shows that I do. Like, I've done NFT LA uh, after parties with Nova, and then like if you're a collector of mine, you get top shelf open bar VIP, okay? <laughs> and that that happened in NFT NYC as well. Two different concerts I did with uh, Jaden and uh, Jack Frost. Um, so yeah, and Miami's coming up. Okay, let let me not leave the space without shilling Miami. I'm doing two shows in Miami, one with House of S-E-X, Sacred Energy Exchange. Um, That's going to be so fun. That's paired up with UVR. And we're going to have a blast. I'm going to pin that up. And also I'm going to show with uh, Pepe Punks, with Violet Zeroni and cristiano and yeah it's gonna be a whole vibe but yeah so i mean there's definitely utilities you know what i'm saying like um and it, it yeah. becomes a community as well because like, if you're in the the crypto scene we're kind of like running to each other anyways like the nft scene and each of us can just provide the value that they feel comfortable doing you know yeah, I think that's super cool. Um, yeah. Like, if I, if I got like someone's NFT and then they were performing, and I, since I had their NFT, you know, it gets me a special, you know, like, like you were saying, a VIP section or whatever, like, that's, that's really cool. You know, I think that's a great use case of it. And, uh, you know, uh, I, and now do you have a strategy as far as when you release it? Do you release it first on the blockchain and then at a later date on like the, the streaming platforms, or do you yeah. do it all? Okay. Yeah, let's hear more about that because yeah, um, 
Exactly. I released this Private Room EP that's on Spotify now exactly one year ago on November 11th. And so this was a full Web3 project for a whole year. And then, yeah, so the anniversary came around, like, girl, like, you have to tackle Spotify. So, yeah, I finally did it. I finally put it back on onto Web2. But, yeah, um, in the future, I, I definitely am just doing uh, Web3 first and then Web2 because you, you get the exclusivity in Web3 of collecting it. Uh, and then And then it could be streamed and, you know, that's more of a promotion thing for me at this point. How, how much do you care about getting your music on mainstream radio opposed to it just being on streaming services? Do you fight to kind of get your stuff on Hot 97 or Power 106 or any of the major radio stations? The radio station is a mafia. You need 100K um, just to even play that game. No, no lie. Like that's the industry thing. Where, yeah, you you need if you don't have a hundred k, that's the floor price. So imagine, you know, Justin Bieber. That's probably half a mil. I don't know. It, it's not for anybody. It's um, yeah. You you need a big investor for that. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think that those major labels—they've been in cahoots with the with the right. Beasley broad with the, all the broadcasting companies. They've been in cahoots because they got to pay for the advertisement. That's you know they're they're putting that money yeah. up so that way they can stay afloat because it's not you know it's not um, a bed of roses uh, being a broadcast company. They definitely go by their their uh, their uh, sponsorship money. So all right, so I, I get that. Now, do you have people pushing your stuff for you? Like, do you have a manager? You have an agent? Or are you doing basically everything grassroots? I recently found the best manager ever, and she's in the room. Sacra Factory, Tiffany. She's in the room. She is my better half. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she is, but um, yeah, she's been man uh, helping me manage this uh this journey that we're on so how did, you, how did you guys meet how did that come about i met sucker factory at the ethereum halfing forking 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 uh event last october and um we met and they were running a beautiful nft gallery in downtown la <laughs> Zach in the room too. He's part of Sucker Factory, and um, yeah, and they, they were looking for artists to to do shows with. And what's cool was um, instead of your typical NFT shows with usually visuals and you know like the TV screen with NFTs, um, they were looking to do more of a music NFT movement. And so they reached out say do you want to do a whole show and i was like dude i could totally do a whole ep drop and we can make sense of it together and so we did a an unforgettable freaking art show that is based upon music uh specifically nft music so yeah there was like live music there was a whole photo exhibition of me <laughs> and uh, get from the uh private room ep um i released the genesis song on catalog which is like a one of one uh format for under my skin which is one of the songs and then private room 
songs on sound.xyz. So yeah, and then um, Sakura Factory, we, we've been just growing together. And um, recently, um, Tiffany, I've had the honor of her, you know, taking me on as a manager role. It's going to be sick. Awesome. I, I think that's great that you, you have a, a team that's coming together now and then you can focus more on the on the music. And that's great. Uh, you know, I'm interested, too, on the other. Uh, you mentioned how all the different platforms in Web3 uh, you like uh, to use. And uh, they are. There's so many good ones. And do you uh, actively pursue Web2 to, um, you know, to, I guess, uh, you know, just to kind of express yourself uh, with a short form, form, uh, you know, little creations that you make to, uh, you know, introduce people to your music to to get them to Web three. Do you use all? I guess what I'm trying to say, do you use all the Web two platforms, or are there certain ones you do like or don't like? Yeah, you know, um, I'm on my TikTok game now. <laughs> try to post daily. Uh, I try to post daily on Instagram. But I live on Twitter, in case you haven't noticed. And uh, my my uh, Beast Three group chat is on Telegram, which is join. I it might be my okay. I'll just I'm founding founding. She's it's it's not. as an artist point of view but i yeah you're cutting in and out eunice we're trying to we're trying to hear you what you know what while uh while she's gonna connecting together you know the room yeah uh well i I wanted to comment on um you know she was saying how she's on twitter uh constantly like obviously and the the funny thing is, it just reminds me of how these algorithms work because I just discovered Eunice uh, from from this, and when I did, I I checked out her music. And I'm like, wow, she, she's awesome, you know. And I I love music. I love crypto Twitter. I love Twitter in general. But just the way algorithms kind of move around, and somehow I never. And this is like the first, you know, well, a week ago, I guess, when when we uh, knew we were going to have her on the show. That was the first time I discovered her music and uh it's just really interesting that even you know somebody who's really kind of killing it and doing their thing still you can kind of have blinders on with these algorithms the way they work because you figure hey i like music yeah you know? <laughs> i don't know I'm just yeah kidding. i think she, i think she's awesome like when i came across her page i i'd never heard of uh eunice prior and uh since we've uh you know have been diving deeper into our show uh, looking for new music, you know, and, and, and new musicians. And I, when I came across her thing, I listened and I'm pretty thorough because I don't want to just bring anybody up on our, on our show here. Um, but she was like, she blew my mind because everything was so on point, the vocals, the music, and I, I was able to feel it. And, you know, us as musicians, uh, Jay Sizzle, we we do a lot of it's all a lot of feel uh and Eunice she she could contest it at too being a musician it's all feel like when we're grooving and I'm sitting behind the set playing drums I'm listening to what's going on um and if it's gonna be a we'll know when it's a train wreck right and so with Eunice when I was listening to her I didn't hear any of that 
I didn't hear any flaws. I didn't hear anything that was like, ooh, what, what was that? Like someone hit a bad note, you know, or she's singing off key somewhere. She was just across the board on point. All right. So enough. I don't want to keep, oh. <laughs> I don't want to keep jocking her, but uh, oh, Eunice is back. Excellent. But Thank yeah, you. Eunice. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love the music J6 too. So yeah. Big ups. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, you remember where you were at? What you were talking about? Oh, yeah. Didn't you find me in the Beast 3 space? Right, Hefner? I, I saw you pop in the space. And I I run that space weekly. Sometimes mm -hmm. um, not consistently enough. But I do try to do that weekly. But uh, com correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's how you found me. It was through the Beast 3 space. Um, but I do love just... I'm sorry, I mean, sorry to interrupt you, but what space is that again? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, oh, it's I called Beast 3. I run it every Wednesday at 3 p.m. PST. Cool. And it's just a space for me to bring on pe cool people in the space that whether they're builders or crypto traders, everybody, like I'm genuinely like just love the passion in Web3. So it, it doesn't have to be music related. I just like love having cool ass people come up and talk yeah, so yeah so that's that's part of it where i think yeah back to our our main topic was like to do web3 music uh specifically you do have to like actually like the concept you know to understand why people are so crazy about crypto or nfts like it's you know it's a uh, it's not for everyone like that's what i mean like you gotta show that you actually like this shit because yeah, like, yeah, it won't get stupid right? crazy and boring and like insane and and like definitely dangerous if, if not yeah i was saying you got to be passionate about it i think you know whatever it is that you're doing in life if you're not passionate about it passionate about it it's it's just you know yeah you're just um you know pissing in the wind it's actually really cool because uh eunice is really our our first musical guest that is passionate about web3 but me and half have been really doing, well what we've been doing kind of i don't want to say consciously but we've been bringing in people from our like music relationships from years ago that really aren't familiar with web3 yet so we figured it'd be a good way to bring them in and expose them to it and we'd kind of like talk about it a little bit and then have but like it's it's like for me it's really exciting having a guest on that's like ex excited about web3 because yeah, you know it's cool you know so. yeah you're straight up in it eunice that's a yeah um i think that proves my point like there's two types where obviously there's so many amazing music and artists out there and they might just come in web three for a hot minute and go back out but i think the ones that are here to stay basically like try to be there full time or or like really dedicate you know the future to it we're going to be household names like this is this is such a small community so at least that's that's how i look at it the more i could hang out the more i can provide the more i can um exchange value oh my god it sounds like such a crypto uh, by the way i'm a crypto bro <laughs> stuck in an asian singer's body so <laughs> nice. good disguise. i'm here like 
I want to meet everyone globally and and stick around forever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll be able to uh, meet up, me, you, J six, uh, in Miami at some point. It's going to be kind of hectic uh, down here. Uh, but uh, Rug Radio has our house, and uh, so I'm not sure what the sitch is over there. But would love for you to come and meet some of those people as well. We got Golden uh, is down in the uh, uh, listening area there, and he's um, our creative director for the whole Rug Radio. So uh, thanks for being here, Golden, as well as everybody else. Boo is all hello. Also- yeah, Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Jump in, no stress here. But Hi, uh, Golden, yeah. thanks for coming in. Yo, no Rug Radio was. Like litty lit 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 in Korea, by the way. Holy shit. We did um Farouk had his birthday party in during Korea blockchain week and Ruck Radio just had more than two or three events that week and that those were those were like the most lit events of, of the whole blockchain week. So uh I was totally vibing like Rook Radio. Oh, I, I still have the cookie. They they were giving souvenir cookies with with rug date with rug radio on it. It was cute and yeah, it was such a vibe. I can't wait to see you guys in in Miami. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna be. I live here, so I'm a native Miami. Oh, there we go. I, I'm, I'm back just, here. I'm just hoping they have cookies in Miami for crying out loud. I'm just trying to get cookie cookies. <laughs> you got to check out Cookie Rabinowitz, Eunice. Uh, that's J six is AKA he's a great musician, great singer songwriter. I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, we get to talking and, uh, you know, uh, something comes out of this, uh, musically, you know, some, some song or something. Uh, so yeah, we brought golden up is on the stage. Golden, go ahead. You got the mic, buddy. What's up everybody. What's up. You this J six half everybody. So good to see you guys. I just wanted to hop up because you guys said my name so many times and I'm a big fan of Eunice. So, uh, you know, hi. <laughs> Yo, thank you. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. All Good to time. finally talk to you. Eunice, we met. We I met you in, in uh, at IRL Alpha one time. Oh, shit. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Was it a few weeks ago during the panel? I what a, I don't know one of those times, but yeah, I seen you over there. Like, but yeah, that's that's when I became a, a Eunice stand for sure. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I we did a a music thing um, with with heroin on there. Oh, I guess you missed it. That was a whole whole history. Mm, yeah, I didn't see the music one, but yeah, yeah. If anybody. I encourage anybody who's ever in SoCal to go check out IRL Alpha too. I'm just going to shill them for no reason because it's awesome. You make yes. connections like this, but yeah, I hope I hope we get to see you perform out there. Everybody's going to be in Miami. We all need to link up and make something happen. Rug Radio is we're going crazy out there. Let's go! I'm excited now. Yes, yeah, it's going to be off the chain, off the hook, off the off the off the for sure. I got something brewing too, uh, Golden, that I want to talk to you about. Uh, we're going to talk off the, uh, you know, when we get to Miami, because I got a, a, a really good idea. You don't want to yeah. spill a little bit of tea? <laughs> you got to drop the alpha, Hef, especially because okay. I don't know. Where's the alpha? No. Where's the alpha? Okay, I'm going to just a tiny, tiny bit here. Uh, but uh, uh, let me see. I'll give you um, I'll give you letters. RR, which you know. MD. And I'm not going to say anything other than that. If you can figure out what the MD stands for, 
then yeah. My dog. What's up, my dog? What's up? Just right. <laughs> sipping Mad Dog 2020 in Miami. Oh yeah, it's a nail polish remover. <laughs> I'm so down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh I don't want to say anything more, but uh because I, I don't know. Uh, I need to talk first. Mac, Mac Daddy. That was the Al, not the Fuh. Not the Wait, owl. hold on. I got to know it. It's the Macro Daddy, right? It's fire. <laughs> uh, I'm obsessed now. Maker's Dow? No. <laughs> Maker's Dow. I'll give you what the M stands for. Music. The D oh, is... Uh, no doubt you're gonna figure this one out, but uh, if you I can, think we can get it out of him, guys, let's just keep pushing. Come on, let's music, but, but basically, disco. yeah, disco. I, yeah, I want to, I want to conquer and divide. No, don't divide. All right, so, all right, so what I rug radio music division. No, oh, we got the bell too. We got the bell. Ding dong. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. Yo, I'm not. Are you I'm sound not, affecting with us? I'm yeah. not gonna sound effect. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But I, I will do this. Yo, this is Jay Nixon. You're listening to Just Riffing. <laughs> Jay Nixon. I was looking for a horn. Yeah. We gotta get one. We gotta get one from Eunice. Eunice. Oh yeah. We need. A, we need I, I was doing. Oh, like a sound drop. Yeah. Yeah. Right I get to do a rug radio to play. Let's go. Let's do it. Go for it. Oh. In live right now. This is, I mean, we don't have to do it, but I mean, if that's what's cool about it, we do it live like right here and then we clip it later. I don't know. It seems fun. Do it. Do it. It's Eunice and we do this. You're listening to Rock Radio. Right on. <laughs> but you, if you could mention just Griffin, too, we're like the ugly stepchild of, of, of Red Rock Radio. It's Eunice, and you're listening to the ugly stepchild of the rug radio. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's it. That's perfect. Sorry. All right. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> we're, we're the burn dogler here of rug radio. Just ripping. All right. Wait. So music division. Let's music go. Division. Yeah. So it's just something that um, has been brewing in my head because we do have the power. Rug radio does have the power. And, you know, we are smart individuals as well. We don't want to definitely do it all by ourselves because we know it, it takes a team. But it's something that uh, we, we need, it's something that needs to happen, in my opinion, because we don't have anything. We have, you know, record labels for artists in Web 2, in, the, in, in IRL, right? And so we don't really have that in Web 3 yet. We don't have any real, not that I know of or that I'm aware of, is more of a, a label, more of a, a music division that is uh, really, really part of Web3. So this is something that we got to build. And, uh, and so hopefully the, the, the minds can come together and we can figure something out. And uh, would definitely love to get your take on it, you know, off. Uh, well, you could talk now. I guess we're talking about it. Fuck it. You know, you might as well just, you know, what do you think, Eunice? What's your, what's your take on something like this? Uh, you already know. This sounds good. This sounds amazing. I think, you know, um, I'll state the obvious. We definitely have to keep it musical, like play some songs. You know, I think a lot of people love talking about NFTs and not showing the NFT itself. Like we, we ended up in these spaces like 
chatting and and go dissecting and and especially music i think um we still have to maybe showcase a bit of the music and i think visuals would help if um if it's like a live stream thing let's get the the videos in there it doesn't have to be all three minutes just like 15 seconds like get it exciting you know and what else can I say? I mean, oh shit! I mean, you want me to go like DJ ideas? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I want you know, <laughs> like we might as well because like you know, Golden made me, you know, you guys all made me spit it out what I was thinking. So you might as well just spit out what you're thinking. Really? Yeah, give us ideas. Nah, you don't have to give the million dollar idea. But, <laughs> you know, like, can we get some four hundred dollar ideas? Four hundred dollar ideas. Yeah, or like two ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Listen, happy medium yo yo who i'm sorry how do you say your, your manager's name again uh is, is, is it is, is she she's still here right do, do she, yeah you can all have a, a little talk have her come up you want to come up come up came up should we tell yeah. them about noodle slut or the baby oil wrestling oh you got to tell us about both now that you mentioned it. <laughs> Let, let's uh why don't you request to come I'll, up I'm in it for the music, uh, but you know, hey, oh, true, you know, true, true. You know, baby will wrestling though. It definitely like there's definitely a musical. Uh, there's a musical element to that. You know, like what kind of music is played during baby will wrestling? Yeah. Well, so let's just I mean. say there's nothing we can't fight it out over baby will wrestling. Ooh. So each wrestler can rep. We need to reset the room. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Yes. You're listening to Just Riffin. Okay. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Let me reset the room. I just got to push these buttons. Wait, hold on. There you go. Reset. DJ an hour. News jam. No okay. news on Just Riffin. And no baby oil wrestling. Okay. Well, no baby oil wrestling. One hundred. Let's go. Let's bring. Okay. So we got. Uh, let's do it. Go for it. The mic is all yours. So we can, we can have, you know, there's like beef. I know, like the gala founders are doing beef. Maybe they want to get in a ring and just like we can, DJ and bet on who's gonna win, <laughs> with crypto, so they can fight it out against each other. And the same concept can work for, let's say, shit coins, where one wrestler can rep a shit coin like Pawn or the other one with whatever, meme coin, and they can fight it out in the baby wrestling ring. All right, who, who's fighting? Where do they sign up at? I'm sure they'll pop, they'll, they'll volunteer. <laughs> okay, so, like, what if we spun this idea just a little bit and, uh, you know, like it was like, Okay, two people singing their songs they wrote, and one was representing a, a shit coin, and then the other one's representing another shit coin. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to no, I, I, uh, I got sidetracked. No, it has to be music related for sure. Um, I think competitions are a great way to get the community going for sure. Um, if it's like a, a song contest, um, of any sorts, you know, if there's some sort of reward for the artist, like we're happy to to do something i think that's a good idea how, how deep have <laughs> you guys uh thought on this uh on these two ideas tiffany <laughs> Come on, 
Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. Um, these are pretty half-baked, to be honest. Um, we've been hey, just throwing ideas out. Um, it's kind of our process where we throw spaghetti at the wall and then see what actually makes sense. Sure, some of the stuff might be fun, but, you know, does it actually push um, it forward for the artists and stuff like that? Um, and, you know, sometimes we kind of forget to have fun with a lot of our projects. Um, I think in the space, you know, especially if you've been in the Web3 space as an artist, this whole last year has been like, oh, utility, you got to do this and that. You look at what other communities are working on, so you have to sort of repeat that. And I think part of the reason why so many people are experiencing burnout is that they're missing the fun of it too um yes you know get that bag you know get your career out there but like are you having fun doing it or are you kind of just getting sick of the grind so you know we might be taking it extra far <laughs> with some of the ideas but like fuck it you know just to try yeah, who's to say but yeah who yeah. i mean but really who's to tell you that yes or it's right, right or wrong right. just you gotta go for what you know mm -hmm. And uh, as long as it's not too, too crazy, right. you know, jumping off a bridge type of thing. But I think that's sure. awesome. That's and it's, it's different know. for every artist. Like, I don't think that, you know, you know, a lot of the times uh, on the spaces, especially on Twitter, there's a lot of groups putting out like, oh, you know, um, I think we were just talking about this in the uh, previous space. But like, there are people doing like marketing 101 or like, this is how you do it. And it's, you know, if you've been in the space long enough, you know, every artist is very different. Some artists love doing visuals with their music. They love networking. Other just love staying in the studio and just churning out songs. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. But you kind of just have to spend time either with a trusted team or with yourself and figure out what is it that you actually enjoy doing. Um, and then that works for you in the long run because... You know, shit gets hard and not every day is going to feel super motivating or exciting and you might hit, um, you know, obstacles and walls, but it's the base uh, motivating factor and, you know, how you structure things that really gets you to go from day to day and, you know, week to year and stuff like that. At least it's a, it's a concept. <laughs> so. I love it. Basically, you're just saying, hey, stay true to yourself and then, you know, work within those uh, you know, work in the confinements of your own uh, comfort zone and do what you do and what you love to do. And uh, I don't know, I dig it all. It's all cool. Right. Good See, that's why she's she has the regen tattoo and I have the degen tattoo. For real? <laughs> we do. That was Miami twenty twenty-two. So <laughs> okay, well now, okay, so now I have to say, are you who are you guys picking for the fight on Friday? <laughs> oh, what Logan Paul is. Or what are we talking about? Wait, wait. The, the, I thought you were talking about the D-Gens, like, and the regens. you know. <laughs> uh, there's uh, Osef's, uh, that boxing fight that's happening on Friday. I'm just reaching out of the Oh, jeez. Ooh. That, that requires some research, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like um, what Eunice was suggesting, like, letting people bring their beef to the table. <laughs> like, you know, pairing people up might not even work as well as if somebody just you know, need to get it out of their system. And as long as it's two consenting adults, I think it's all good <laughs> with obvious yeah. safety, you know, precautions sure. and stuff like that. If it's not hurting anybody and if 
two consenting adults and the, whatever it is. I mean, and you know, the the more creative it is, the better, the more different, you know, yeah. uh, people need to push the unique zone because everybody right now is in chat GPT. Hey, welcome to this great event that's happening. You know, it reminds me back in the day with social media, you know, when you'd always hit that ad that goes, oh boy, oh no. It's like, you know, everybody has like the same emojis popping in the same uh, quotes that they're doing. And we all know that the robots are writing it. Let's use our weirdo selves to make some fun shit that's going to freak people out as long as no one's getting hurt. And as long as we're both consenting or whoever's consenting that's doing it. I'm sorry, just riffing here. That yeah. is sexy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, um, sure I was saying we have well, the advantage of calling things DJ. You know, if you call something a DJ event, like we're already laying out this is not a productive event. Like this is straight up ridiculousness, obscenity, and and absurd. And we'll sign a DJ waiver, you know, and we'll go from there. You know, like. So sorry, we need a we need a DGen lawyer to write up a DGen waiver. Do we? Do we? Can we get a, an official like template for a DGen release form? Can we we got We got to hit Carlo up. I'm sorry. I love Carlo. <laughs> Carlo, he's not here though. He's part of Rug Radio. He's uh, in a law. But yeah, like even at Secker, we've done shows um, where we have challenges of eating hot sauce. You know, what was that show called? Like the hot sauce. Oh, oh, with the wings? Yeah. yeah. We did a, we did I forget a, the name of it, but that's crazy, that show. Yeah, we did a call-in with Coop and uh, who who else was on it? I can't remember. It was a while ago. Um, but yeah, no, it was kind of a funny. We like sent them a set of hot sauce and they hopped on like a discord call and we were streaming it. It was actually not too bad, um, but I like hot sauce. So <laughs> it got a little oh. harder as we progress. And everybody how, just hot? how hot can you go? Mm, well, you want to go Scoville? Uh, mm. Like oh. hot. Oh, well, let me hot just oil? say habanero is like maybe a five or six for me. So. Wow. Yeah. Can you still taste? Can you, you still have your taste buds? Is that why you can? Sometimes, you know, I'd love hot sauce, but I don't love the ones that just taste like battery acid. Like it's just out there to kill you. It's not, there's no flavor. There's no nothing. But if you throw some good flavor in there, like I'll, you know, I'll muscle through the pain. (laughs) But yeah, some taste like shit though. And you're just like, why am I doing this? Why I don't need this on my chicken. <laughs> you're doing it to go viral, Tiff. Okay, <laughs> I want to ask you um, because you're. Uh, I'm reading your your bio here on your Twitter page, right? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> t- tell us, tell us while while we're here, uh, please tell us a little bit about the DAO for creators. Uh, we know DAO is very difficult to do. So, how are you? How did this come <laughs> about, and how is it working? Yeah, uh, no, DAOs are hard. Um, so my partner and I started this technically in twenty late 2021. Um, like you know, said, we had a physical space um, that started in 2022 of March. Um, so the intention of the DAO was to work with, uh, you know, visual artists, which is what we started with. Um, then we started adding in musicians, um, wanted to get into sort of the film side, but the film in Web3 is still pretty, pretty small. Um, But yeah, so we mostly focused on digital artists and musicians. Um, Our goal really was to not, 
you know, create a structure for any of these creators. Um, it was to bring people with different technical backgrounds, whether you're a musician or a visual artist or a lighting expert, or, you know, um, you're a, a developer in like VR or like, you know, um, we managed to bring a lot of people with different backgrounds all together. And then our goal is to create this sort of creative playground where people got to meet, um, kind of talk and collaborate and be like, you know, yo, you know, I'm a musician, but I've been looking to do some visual stuff for my work. I have an idea for a show. I wanted to involve some aspect of VR or da da da, da et cetera, et cetera. Um, but like you said, it is definitely hard. Um, I'll be very frank. Uh, it is my first time as well as my partner's first time running a brick and mortar. <laughs> and my God, everything breaks down every other week. So <laughs> um, our whole, so that's what we did for a week or sorry, a year, uh, a year and a half. And, you know, done a lot of great shows. Um, obviously, Eunice being one of them, did a lot of digital art stuff as well. Uh, works with Taro and TK, um, the, ooh, Song Camp, uh, did a bunch of stuff for uh, NFTLA. Um, it was really amazing. Um, but I think what we're looking to do in this sort of next phase is actually pull out from the physical aspect of it and sort of build on that network of creatives. Um, I think it was never really our goal to just turn it into a venue. And um, I think we were leaning a little too hard on the venue side. So um, we're really kind of looking to sort of promote the production side um, during the, you know, within the creative process. But yeah, running That's a great. doubt is hard. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's like, you know, you, you're balancing between, I mean, democracy is always hard. Um, and so you're always sort of wanting to balance between efficiency versus, you know, um, getting everybody's opinions in. Um, and sometimes I can't feel like too many cooks in the kitchen, but you gotta remember like, what's the main goal? Um, DAOs um, are not for everything. Um, I know there are a lot of hardcore DAO believers out there. And, you know, it's funny cause my partner and I came from more of the development side. And we did start off with very hardcore DAO ideas. Um, but the reality is that not every community needs to be a DAO. Not every artist needs to start their own DAO. Um, you have to really understand why you're a DAO if you're, or why you're pursuing that DAO structure. It's great for sourcing uh, resources, ideas, if you're in that exploration sort of a phase, it's not great to get from A to B. <laughs> if you come in with very um, clear ideas and you're just like, I just, I want an app, I want a platform, I want to move from point A to point B. Uh, DAOs are probably not the best structure for that, but it works great if you're like, I just want to bring people together. I want everybody who cares about this community to have a voice um, and I want to explore together. That's perfect for a DAO, um, or if you're a DeFi DAO. <laughs> now you have me convincing them, writing a proposal in that to get a five-bedroom house somewhere in Silver Lake so we can live stream Big Brother style everything we do. We're going to do like 
choreography. We're gonna get a capybara and a and, and a swimming <laughs> pool, raccoons and kittens, and film them because they're self-generating content creators. Okay, this my, uh, my content <laughs> factory. Um, and then I'm more of on the operations side where I'm like, where the fuck are we gonna get capybara? <laughs> but um, and what are what do they even eat? Um, but you know, it's it's fun because there's a lot of people um, within our DAO with crazy wild ideas, and then there's you know equally the same amount of people who are very much on the operations side that will you know, kind of filter and rein that stuff back a little bit <laughs> and we'll find a happy medium. So, Most definitely. Thank yeah. you, Tiffany. That Thanks. is an amazing, thank you for explaining all that. I mean, it's, it's, we know that it's not the easiest thing in the world and then dealing with music and then a DAO, that's totally a different ball game all in itself, you know? So we know that it's very difficult. So God bless with that. I'm going to check back in with you in a few months because I want to, I want to know, you know, I want to know, maybe we have you back up, have you on the show, uh, you and Eunice, Eunice back on the show. Sorry, Eunice, sure. I didn't mess your name up. Uh, and then, it's, yeah, talk more. Hello, about hi. <laughs> I wanted to call you, you nice, because you nice, Eunice. Yo, yeah. Can I chime in uh, real quick with the, like, I noticed uh, on Spotify when I was searching, you have a, a web is that like your web two name like there's two different unices there's with the different spelling like so do you am, am i bringing something up that i shouldn't even bring you deep dived into okay um hey. yes i went by eunice before with an e uh my government spelling is with the e and yeah i've definitely released songs under that i have a song with tommy sunshine out there that's that might be the one that's still on spotify and I've since then rebranded to Eunice with a Y, which is how I began this artist journey all over again uh, about a year ago. So, yeah. So that's why if you go to my Spotify, it's actually just started since November 11th. So it's like more than a week old, literally. But, yeah, I've been doing music, you know, for a while. But Eunice with the Y is where it's at right now. That's my artist name. I know I, I love it and I can relate to it on a personal level. I'm, I'm uh, doing in the process of doing a similar type of thing. I almost look at it as a transformation, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it's like this using this tech and it's like uh, it's really creative, too. It reminds me in a way of like, I mean, because we could say, hey, we're changing. It's like, you know, back in the day, uh, there were artists like David Bowie, who he would you know be the spiders from Mars or this and that, the other thing. Uh, but. And I'm just riffing here. I'm just being my weirdo self. So excuse me. But like, it's an opportunity to not only uh, appreciate the new tech that's going on, but it, to also kind of reinvent ourselves as creators and the way we want to present ourselves to people, which is obviously, you know, we want to always be genuine, but we're still from a, from a, you know, branding perspective I'm talking about. Uh, so I don't know. I'm just riffing, but I thought that was really cool because I did notice that and even though it's just a couple letters it's like this new i don't know I'm yeah yeah um to tell you the truth i've taken songs down from spotify and re-released them as web free songs so in a sense you're completely right i definitely took on eunice with the y became the artist in web three that i am and then 
go from there. It's definitely easier to Google versus Eunice with the E. So that helps. And then my Chinese name is Yun Yun, which is like Y-U-N, Y-U-N. So Eunice with the Y makes a lot of sense for me. Well, let's, let's be thankful you didn't change your name, rebrand yourself to the letter X, because that is terrible. Oh, <laughs> but I know. I refuse to call it X. I don't want to talk about my ex. Like, you want to talk about your Twitter? Oh, and just the future. Yes. Who's crying in the background? Is that a cat? That sick boy is not me. Unfortunately, it's a real cat. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a great space, uh, Eunice, having you on. Tiffany, having you on. Golden. J6, thank you so much for your time. This has been awesome. I There's so much more we could you know, we could really just keep going. Um, but I think that, you know, it's, it's a good time to end and we want to definitely have you come back on the show, Eunice. I would love really, I was going to reach out to you, but I might as well ask you here every once in a while, um, or whenever you want, you have an open door policy with us. So anytime you want to jump on the stage with us and you want to jump in and you want to you know, throw down some knowledge or just join the conversation with us. You have an open door. Tiffany, you have an open door too. So anytime you do want to do that, yeah, just, yeah. All Sounds right, good. You as well come through to MySpace Beast 3 tomorrow at 3. I, will. I would love to come back on. I would love to just hop on anytime and also like hang out with y'all in Miami. You're from Miami. I want to know more about Rug Radio Music Division because like we're the, we're here, you know, like yep. I'm full time and overtime in Web3. So I'm don't, here. Don't Exactly what I'm doing for, for everyone. I love it. I would just say don't overexert yourself because we need people like you. We need artists like you. You need to stay fresh, fresh-minded. You need <laughs> to stay focused because um, ADD is a motherfucker. And we, I, yes. you know, I, I definitely have it. So uh, I know how hard it is sometimes. So focus, focus on the good shit. And it's great that you have Tiffany and the team behind Tiffany as well with her partner and whatnot. I think that's great that you have a team because being by yourself, it's, it's, you just, it, yeah, you, 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 you end up doubting, you end up just doubting and you never end up putting your shit out and having people behind you telling you and pushing you that you are good and you do deserve to be here. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, blessings for that. And I think exactly. you, you got a future Eunice in this music business. You just got to keep, keep poking at it, keep banging at it, you know, no pun intended, but yeah, just keep doing it. Like hundred percent, everything you just said, even yeah, um, exactly the 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 talk we had to uh, Tiff and I about how you know she knows me. She's like, you're bullying yourself, and you are yourself, so you're the bully and the bullied. And please, you know, just un un you know unsubscribe. And she's like, she's helping me take out the emotions from, you know, like, or at least help me with it. You know, sometimes it, it, it has to just to be operative and it can't just be creative and emotional like 100% of the time. Otherwise, you're like in the loop and can't be healthy. And you're absolutely right. Like, don't, don't overexert. But also, I am beasted and I can't help it, you know. Um, no doubt. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> keep it moving. That's how we say to the K I M, you know, keep it moving always. 
Uh, do you have anything before we leave? I know you got your EP just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there um, the EP is private room EP. So please, everybody that's in the room, go give it a listen, go to Spotify, go to um, uh, Eunice's website. It's uh, Eunice.xyz. So go check her out, go support, make sure you give her a follow as well. If you like her music, tell her, don't be afraid, man. Leave a message, leave a, a tweet or whatever, you know, tell her what's up. Um, it's very important. You know, artists, um, we're out here and you know, it's not, not a lot of people are like, Hey man, you're good. You know, your song is great. You know, a lot of people are afraid to tell you, so don't be afraid. You got to support. It's very important. Uh, what else are you plugging? Let's plug it all. Let's plug it all. Eunice. <laughs> Let's plug it all. Plug Miami no, too. Look good. Like genuine. Thank you. See all of y'all in the room. I see Sways, um, Boo, Lincoln, Miss Hennessy just followed you back. Zach and Liz and Tiffany, of course, and the, your whole team, Hefner and J6. Yo, thank you so much. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. It's coming up. And, like, I, I feel so grateful, genuinely, genuine, gen- Like, I emphasize genuinely because, um, yeah, this has been amazing. Okay. Exactly. Just take time to give thanks and yeah, um, come back after the weekend, full and fresh, and we'll do it all over again. And yeah, come come to Miami, um, and I'll be performing those two shows, and I'd love to see you guys there too. Excellent. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll look out for your uh, for your tweets. You could always uh, send me that, and we'll we'll retweet it as well. And we'll get the word out so uh, we can let everybody know. And then we'll link when you're there. And I'd love to have you come by the uh, the R House, which is the Rug Radio House. Uh, and that would be great. Yeah. Miss Hennessy. Yeah. And let's brainstorm these DJ ideas. One hundred percent, because there's there's a lot of a lot of growth, and I don't think a lot of people are tapping in yet with the music. So, blessings to have you on the show, J Six. Take us out. All right, we're, we're going to take a peek. I, I got, got the voice thing on. I was trying to sound like Lou Rawls up in here. Yeah, Lou Rawls. Right. Hey. Yo, check it out. This is Private Room from I-ness, they-ness, we all-ness for you-ness. Thank you so much, Eunice. You're awesome. And thank Tiffany. Everybody in the room, Blue, Golden. Anybody I miss because I'm looking at my side of my playlist right now. You guys have an awesome holiday. I hope we all meet up in Miami and do crazy shit together within the legal limits of Miami and Florida. Bless up, everybody. Peace out. I guess you everything you want right tonight. You say you want a private room, you got it now. I guess you everything you want to me
gotta jump from the D's. I'm bludgeoning the beast. Living the West, yet I'm getting love from the East. I went to weapons and the art of war. Lessons I teach went from the bottom of the belly to the head and the beast. Only rats work with the pigs for that government cheese. Soon to be trashed off a bridge that get dumped in the sea. I've been cooking up a storm past a hundred degrees with money bubbling up inside of this hustler's dream. Satisfying appetite of destruction to greed. I got a hunger to feed and got a hustle to eat. Plus my thirst for revenge has me hunting for me. And my stomach's upset and now grumbling me. Most trying to make moves are still stuck in the free. While I'm light years ahead and need buckling speeds. I've been grinding so long I got muscle fatigue. With a pitchfork and a halo, yeah, I'm stuck in between. Way down, way up, way up, way up, way up, way up, way up. So surprised that my favorite color is green. Covering my trees until it's a fucking struggle to breathe. Take a shot of this and pop a dozen of these, and then I'll go and take a trip out for a couple of breeze. From the bottom of the belly to the head of the beast.